You are listening to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, episode number 109. Welcome to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, where you will learn brand new and shockingly different tools to lose weight for the last time. And now, here's your host, certified life and weight loss coach, Laura Conley. Yummy Mummies, I have such a cool episode for you. This is an excerpt from School of Skinny, where School of Skinniers, my students, could ask a Yum Mum alum anything. The wisdom that they drop and the insights that they share are mind-blowing. So tune in, get ready to have your mind be blown. It was such a fun conversation. I couldn't not bring it to the podcast. And if you get all lit up, because you will, by these Yum Mum alum, you're going to want to apply for the Yummy Mummy Experience. It's my six-month group course and coaching program that guarantees that you lose weight for the last time. We do this in a private community. It's kind of like a sisterhood. It's so good. People love the community. And we are going to start on January 24th. Doors are currently open as of today. So if you're listening to this, let's say, I don't know, December 13th, 14th, doors are going to be open just until December 16th at midnight. So go to lauraconley.com click work with me, learn all about it, get all your questions answered. If you have questions, email me, laura at lauraconley.com. So great. I'll answer anything that you have. And you can learn more there. You can apply there. The application process is really easy. You just fill out. It's a couple questions, five, 10 minutes. I review your questions. I let you know within 24 hours as to whether or not you're accepted, you make your payment, and then we get started. What's so cool is when you sign up now, you get the relief now. You get the transformation now. You get to feel empowered now. You don't have to go through the holidays full of dread because you're dialed. You're ready to go for January. So head to lauraconley.com, click work with me and get your application in. I hope you enjoy this episode. Let me know what you think. I love you all. Have the absolute, absolute best week ever. Okay. So we are going to have our Yum Mum alum panel today. So we're going to dedicate today to just hearing from like, how did these young mom alum lose weight for the last time? Like, how did they do it? Right. They're just a couple steps ahead of probably, I'm not assuming, but probably guessing where you are today. And so I think it's really helpful. Yes. To learn from me, but I think it's really helpful to hear from other people that have gone through the yummy mummy experience and that are still yummy mummies. So, um, have you guys heard someone say something like they're saying like literally it's like Brene Brown just says what Oprah said, but because she said it a teeny bit of a different way, it like it resonated. And so that's one of the reasons why I want to have the panel. So you guys, again, nothing's off the table for my beautiful panelists. Just answer the way that you would normally answer. They already know this, you guys. And if we have time at the end, I'm going to save at least like five minutes at the end for the weekend survival guide. And it's not going to take very long for me to teach you guys that. But what I thought was so cool about the school of skinny is that it takes you through the weekend, right? Because so many of us are like so good at being good during the week. And then like we blow it on the weekend and then we're like the same place or maybe even up and down on Monday. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about that at the end of the call, but let's dive in and here. So we've got Sarah, Casey and Andrea. Freaking love you guys so much. And what I want to do is ask Charmaine's question that she just popped in the Q&A. But before you guys answer her question, just tell us a little bit about like who you are, where you're from, you know, like what, just tell us a little bit. We want to know you a little bit. Okay. So let's start with Sarah. So Sarah, tell us a little bit about you. And then Charmaine's question is how much weight did you lose? And she's saying, I would love to hear their stories. And I would too. So let's, Let's do it. So Sarah, start us off. Make Casey go first. She loves to talk. Make her go first. Um, okay, I'll go, for, I'll go first. My name is Sarah Schneider. I live in the suburbs of Chicago. And a little bit about me. I have two kids, a four-year-old and a one-year-old. They keep me very busy. I'm definitely a busy stay-at-home mom these days and have a lot of fun with them. And a little bit about me, I found the Yummy Mummy podcast last spring, and just something about Laura resonated with me. I listened to the podcast 
over and over and over hoping like osmosis, it would just seep in my brain. And I would just, it was just magically turn me into the skinny person. And I just, I knew I had to join. I knew I had to join the program. I just knew it. And Laura, later on in, the, in this, I'll tell you, tell the story of convincing my husband on it if needed, but I just knew I had to do it. I knew it was the next step for me because I had tried all the things. And at that point last spring, I had just had that baby and I was trying to lose all the baby weight. And I knew I wasn't going to let it take me, you know, two and a half years this time. I was going to lose that weight. And I knew that this program could make, make it happen. And I, I didn't want to do Jenny Craig again. Food is so gross. I, I don't know if anyone's ever done Jenny. That is hilarious. I feel like that's what our mom did with like Jenny Craig. That's so good, Sarah. I love hearing like the craziest shit that like you guys. Oh my God. Well, I had done it years before and it worked. And yeah. so I'm like, well, I'll just do that again. Yeah. And now I realize it's gross. And so anyway, I knew I had to do something different. I knew I did keto for like a day and I found Yummy Mummy and I just knew it was the right fit. So I think the question was, how much weight did you lose in the six months of the program? I lost 30 pounds, I think in the six months. And then from having my baby, I lost 48 pounds. So, you know, in a year, That's like very, very common. A lot of people like start because they like hear my podcast and they start on their journey yeah. or, you know, they have baby weight or whatever. And they like start before they start the MUM experience. Some people don't, some people like gain five pounds right before they start because they're like, yeah. That's mealing. Uh, okay. The biggest, the only thing I would add is the biggest aha is I didn't know that I could go below the baby. You know, I lost the baby weight and I um, went 10 pounds below. I didn't know that was even possible. I didn't, that was not even something on my radar that that could happen, that I could be back in my honeymoon dresses. It just, mm-hmm. I'm so glad I kept them because I actually wore them this May. I wore them when I went on a trip and I'm just glad I kept them because it, it never even crossed my mind. I would ever wear those again. So that was probably the highlight for sure. That's super, super fun because I think so many people, when they do the MUM experience or when they're losing weight, applying these tools that we've learned in the school of skinny, like, I think we set these goals and they're like, are like good enough goals, right? They're not like, end all be all dream come true, crazy, craze, Right. And so I think that that's so fun because I like to push people to dream come true. Like, why are we going to live like in this land of, I don't know, good enough. That sucks. Okay. No, you can do that, but yeah. So fun. Okay. We're definitely coming back to you for the husband story. So Casey, introduce yourself to us and tell us going back to Charmaine's question a little bit about your story and about how much weight you've lost and that kind of fun stuff. Hi, my name is Casey. I had a baby. I struggled to lose weight for years through, I think I was on like three, three and a half years after I had her and just wanted to lose 20 pounds. Like I was a healthy eater. I exercised. I could not figure out what I was doing wrong. I was really miserable in my body. I felt like I was wearing a Mrs. Doubtfire fat suit. I was so uncomfortable in my own skin and it just felt like it wasn't me. And I was just searching for anything to figure out like what to do. I reached out to like health coaches and it just felt like I was going to be put on a program and it wasn't like the one-on-one attention I needed. I was like, no, I need somebody who really knows me, my body, my hormones, um, whatever. And I reached out to a friend who was losing weight, Tara. I don't know if she's on this call. And I said, Hey, you know, I see you're losing weight. You look amazing. You're doing great. What are you doing? And she said, I hired this. I'm doing such and such workouts, but I hired this coach to heal my relationship with food. And I remember thinking like, Oh, well, I don't really need that. I just want to lose 20 pounds. And I looked, you know, you up and I had a one-on-one call and, you talked about teaching commitment and discipline. And I was like, oh, well, I'm just falling off the wagon all the time. So if I can master commitment and discipline, then I can lose weight. And that was what ultimately like helped me join. I mean, there was a variety of things, but then I realized I not only got that, but so much more and I've lost 30 pounds and I am now going towards my dream come true weight of 10 more. Okay. So you wanted to lose 20 and then you lost 20 and then you lost 10 more. And 
Yeah, she's like gonna be a supermodel. You guys, you should see her. She's like rocking these cutout oh. dresses on our calls. It's like so hot. I'm like, oh my god. I'm like literally blushing. You're so like hot. Um, it, it, not that it's just it, about hotness. It's not about just hotness, right? But it's fun. So I love it. You and me are very similar. I was wearing a gown the other day, and Casey was wearing like a I don't know bachelorette dress the other day. <laughs> I love so it. Good. I love it. Okay, Andrea. Hi, my name is Andrea. Unlike most of a lot of the other women, I don't have kids. I'm not married. I have a boyfriend. But you don't have to be a yummy to actually be a yummy mummy. Yeah, I I love that you say that because it's so true. Like, and I never feel it, it, it. The group always feels so it's it. Yes. Do we talk about motherhood? Sometimes we do. We do. But like, I don't know, you could speak for yourself. I don't feel like it is exclusive in that way. No, I'm not the only one. And I don't feel it all left out. When I first heard Laura on a podcast, I weighed more than 200 pounds. I had gathered all the knowledge I could ever gather. This is what you eat. This is how you lose the weight. Go to nutritionists. They say, oh, it's easy. Create a 500 calorie deficit. But when it came down to it, I didn't know how to keep the cookie out of my mouth. Mm. I just wanted to keep eating and I didn't know how to actually follow the things that would get me to lose the weight. So I knew I needed something different. It wasn't about just trying the next diet. I needed to figure out how to change my actual behaviors. Mm. And, uh, you know, before I was signing up, I was talking to my boyfriend. I was like, oh, there's this thing and it sounds different and cool. And I really want to try it. He's like, well, here's this free Tony Robbins recording. Why don't you just do that? And I was like, I don't think that's going to work. I think I need to really actually like have some skin in the game and like really make an investment in myself and actually have a coach who can talk to me and coach me through things, not just some pre-recording of some dude who like thinks he has all the answers to everything in life. And, uh, you know, after um, working with Laura for more than a year now, I'm down more than 50 pounds. And it's like, that's honestly the smallest transformation that I've made in this whole process. Mm. It's amazing. And I'm so grateful, but I've gained everything more than that. Okay. Well, you have to tell us what. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, I know because I know you, but like, can you tell the people <laughs> how much time do I have? You guys like, because we used to just think the, oh my God, like for me, it'd be like, if I just lose this fucking weight, then everything would be fine and perfect and great and it's like that's what so many people say right it's like yeah yeah, yeah, that was good but like this is what's really great so just share a little bit if you don't mind a little bit about like what those other kind of peripheral things were that don't feel so peripheral now I mean for one I used to always procrastinate and I always thought I let myself down and Mm -hmm. even just after three months of being in the program I like had this core belief that no I'm actually really good at honoring my word and my commitments to myself. I every day write out a calendar and like almost every day, like follow the calendar to the T and get all the things done that I want to get done. I learned how to rest and enjoy it and not just feel guilty for taking time to sit and recover. I've like healed physical things with my body through learning how to like, you know, make a plan for myself and test it out and see what was working and what I needed to like change. My relationship with my boyfriend is better. My relationship with myself is like a million times better. I'm so much nicer to myself. Mm, That's so fun. And how does that feel that you're nicer to yourself? Like, how does that feel on a daily basis? It's just created a lot of freedom. I used to just constantly beat myself up and it's not that I don't still sometimes beat myself up, but it's so much less. Yeah, totally. And when you do, you can catch it and like course correct. I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the time, some days I'm just beating the crap out of myself, but for the most part. Well, I mean, you're still a human. And I think that that's what's like so important too, is that like, you know, any path that you're on for personal development or self-improvement or whatever, like you're still a a human. We're not like turning you into like some sort of perfection, like robot, like fairy princess, like you are still going to be a human. But the most empowering thing is, is that you can feel your feelings. So any feelings that 
that come up are going to be, you know, handled by you. You could totally handle them. So Rebecca, we'll, we'll loop you in, introduce yourself to us and tell us a little bit what's your story. And what was the other one that we answered? Oh, what is the one thought that helped you the most in your weight loss? So I was, I was doing a lot of nodding about what Andrea was saying, because I'm also a non mummy yummy over the course of the six months of my first, or I guess the I did three months, the Laura's last round of three months, and then the following six months. So over that course of time, I lost, um, I guess it was right around um, yeah. 19 to 20 pounds. Since then, I've lost like five more, <laughs> um, which is dreamy. And so I'm like below my dream come true rate right now, which is interesting and something I've been wanting to maybe talk to you about. I love it. Yeah, exciting you stuff. Like something um, is wrong. Oh my god, I'm too thin now. I'm like, oh <laughs> not that more. Just like I'm curious about, like, do I want to? Do I want to explore this? You know, yeah. see what it you know feels like and all that. One thing I just wanted to jump on um, that Please. that is part of what you guys were just talking about is like I think um, uh, along with Andrea, like I, I just this week have been having a, a little bit of a week where I'm in a transition time. I just finished a job and. So my schedule has shifted quite a bit and I'm not like in the same sort of headspace and the same pattern that I've been in for the last like five, six weeks. And so everything feels a little crazy and scary. And like, I've been just like figuring that out. And sometimes that's been uncomfortable. And sometimes I haven't been doing that in a way that feels like it really serves me. And, but what's different now is that I have so much more access to my higher brain. Like it's just so much, it's, I'm just so aware I have that perspective in an easier way so that now I can look at that and think like, oh yeah, well, that makes sense. Like I'm in a transition phase and I have PMS and I, I think I'm like at an all-time adult low weight right now. So of course I'm kind of freaking out about like, can I hold on to that? And like, all, of course, all those little diet brain thoughts come back in and like, I'm just, it's easier for me to just access the other part of my brain that goes like, it's chill. You're going to figure it out. This is all part of it. Life is 50, 50. Like it's just easier to just like have, have that little, those voices and the, and the self flagellating stuff. And then just be like, yes. And also you're fine. You know, I love that because when we're able to access our higher brains, we have a better life, a better future. A lot of us don't have access to our higher brains. And so we're operating using our lower brains, which feels really good in the moment. A lot of the time that gets a cookie, right? But if we listen to our lower brain and react, really, we're doing it at our own expense, right? What ends up happening is we make choices, those like immediate gratification choices in the moment, screwed, we're screwed in five minutes, right? It's at our own expense. We're screwed in five minutes because we like all of a sudden feel really heavy. We need a nap. Or maybe you don't feel bad in five minutes, but in 15 minutes you do. And you for sure do in five hours and five days and five months, you're just adding on the pound. So I think that's like a really important point to make. And the reason why it's so great to access your higher brain is because then you're making decisions for your future self versus not versus like your yeah. old past self, really. So I love that. Yeah. Love that so it just, Rebecca, it makes like the. Yes. Yes. Tell the people what you do for a living. It's very, you know, we love this. So tell the people. (laughs) You're nice. Uh, Yes. I am an actor and singer and I do um, a lot of theater and some TV and film as well. Yeah. Someone just got a big gig. It's pretty exciting. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. Did I answer everything? Oh, the thought. Yeah. Tell us your one thought. I think one that I come back to a lot is I have everything that I need to succeed. Oh my God. That's so grounding. I have everything I need to succeed. That's so grounding. It's also so, it just feels like spacious too. That's it. Because like there are those days where you, where you like take a couple steps back or even one step back and your brain starts to go like, oh no, I've lost it. Or I don't remember like, how am I going to get back to that place that I was in yesterday where I felt bliss and I felt like I understood how to do this. And, you know, and your brain wants to go to that old, well, no, I don't really want to do this anymore, but 
at all. But like, you know, I remember it used to be just like, anytime I felt like I fell off the wagon or lost it, I would be like, oh, I've got to go on the internet and research how to <laughs> research, always research. And now it's just like, just remind myself, no, baby, you got all the tools. You got all the tools. Just you got all the tools. Yeah. Sit down. Yeah, because you know what that is, is that's you believing in yourself. And when you believe in yourself, you don't have to go outside of yourself anymore. And that is just, oh, oh my God. It's like, that could actually make me cry. It's so cool. I love that you shared that with everybody. That's so cool. Okay. So we got a question coming. Let me find it. What is the number one thought you adopted that you think was the most helpful in your weight loss? So that came through on Facebook. Let's go to Casey first. What is the number one thought you adopted that you think was the most helpful in your weight loss? And what's so fun about this is you guys, you can just insert these young mom alums thoughts inside your brain. So great. Yeah, it was my daily mantra I would write down and it was just, I can, I will. Oh, that's I so will. Funny. I can, I can, I will. I let it oh. like, and that just bled into the day, right? It's, it was light. It was positive. It was it's uh, like empowering. I feel like there's like, like, like gusto behind it. Yeah. And I will. That's so cool. Sarah. Actually, I'm going to steal something you've said in the past. You've said before that you had everything going in your life, but this was the one thing you couldn't mm. solve. And mm. a couple months in, I, I was like, holy shit, I can't solve this. I got this. I know exactly what to do. I know how to solve this. This is not, oh. I took my power back. Mm. And that was pretty, pretty earth shattering. Yes. I love that. Yeah. The belief in, in ourselves that we actually can do it. Andrea, tell us yours. My biggest thought has been, this is easy. Like it's shocking because everything I tried before was so hard, but this was just, I made my plan. It was what I wanted. It was pretty easy to stick to. Yes. Some days I didn't feel like following it, but like overall it's been easy. Mm, This is easy. That is so fun. Did you guys know school skinny students that that's a thought? It's not a fact. It's not you just interpreting the weather, right? It's not just you interpreting life. Like you get to choose to think things are easy, right? And it's so cool. Okay, we're getting some more questions. Okay, so another of the questions that we were on was we're getting a couple questions about the masters. Like we have some people in the school of skinny that have done the experience, that have loved the experience, and they're wondering what was the level up for you? Like how did joining the masters help your journey? So I want to make two questions out of this. They're not related, but just as we go around, so you can share, you can either share a little bit about the masters and, or what were your past situational struggles and how did you handle them? Like if you guys were, some of you guys are like very social, right. And you are out to dinner a lot. Like what are those like circumstances that used to cause patterns, cause problems, like your old struggles that really would keep you at your old weight? And how do you handle those situations now? It's such a good question, Jenna. Thank you for submitting that. Um, so, okay, Sarah wants to go. Let's go, Sarah. By the way, Jenna's one of my best friends. So, thank Oh, you. yay. Hey, Jenna. What's up, girl? <laughs> um, so I would say, I'll answer the master's question. When it came down to joining masters, honestly, I didn't really think much about it. I just did it because, and it wasn't because I didn't have the tools. I had the tools to keep going. I had the tools for the rest of my life, but I, I didn't want to stop. You know, these guys have become my friends and I like the accountability. I liked the connectivity in the community and I, it's so much fun. I didn't want to stop. And it's funny. Um, it was a big conversation, you know, I meant, I alluded to this earlier. It was a big conversation with my husband to join the first time. The mm-hmm. second time I didn't even ask him. I just <laughs> sent the credit card. Because He's like, please don't quit. He, he, loved, don't stop. he loved the results so much emotionally, physically. He loved the changes in our marriage. It just was a no brainer that I was going to continue on this path. Mm-hmm. And it didn't, it really wasn't even a conversation. It was go ahead. That's, you know, that's fine. I just didn't want it to stop. I wanted to keep going. 
the situational thing, I'll give an example on the situational. I'm, I'm a very social person. I'm always going to events. I'm always going to dinners with friends. I'm always doing stuff like that. Cubs games, things like that. I knew that I turned a corner, um, you know, because we with the October group, we went through Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas parties, New Year's. And I thought, how can I possibly lose weight? And I ended up losing 30 pounds during the holidays, which is crazy. But I remember, so two months in the program, I remember going to a holiday party and I just made a plan. I just, with all those parties, like, cause usually I would gain like five, 10 pounds in the month of December yeah. going to all the things. And then, you know, you just indulge. And then January you're on a juice cleanse, you know, and I remember going to a party and I remember I ate dinner before I left and I said, okay, I'm going to go to this party. I'm going to have two glasses of wine and I'm not even going to eat any of the food. I'm not going to go to the big charcuterie station and all. And I just didn't even go look at it. And I focused on the event, the people enjoyed my wine. And the next morning I was down two pounds and I'm like, holy shit, this really works. I mean, cause I didn't need those little crackers with the cheese, you know, I don't need, I didn't need that. That wasn't. Yeah. But like, can you talk to us a little bit about like, did that party freaking suck for you? No, it was great. It was was great. And I, I just. Okay. But that's really important actually, because I used to think, well, what is the point of life if I can't have charcuterie? I mean, I still eat like a shit ton of charcuterie, but like, what is the point of I can't eat crackers? Like what's the point of the party? Right. And so a lot of that rewiring is like, well, isn't the party, is the party about the crackers or is it about these people that I love? Right. And it's like, I just want to highlight that you actually had fun at the party. Yes. And if you didn't tell us the truth, but it was, it was great. And usually what I would do is walk over, look at the table, be like, okay, I'm not going to have anything. I'd go over, talk to other people, think about the table, think about what's over there and go back and go back and go back and be like, okay, I'm not going to go back again. And I just didn't, I just took it off the took it off the table. I'm not even going to go over there. And then the next morning to lose two pounds. I'm like, this is amazing. You know, and I had my wine and I enjoyed myself and it was great. Yeah. So those kind of things were like huge wins to build my confidence. And I remember Casey and I talking on the phone, like before all of our holiday parties. And I remember her saying, I'm, you know what? I want to lose weight more than I want, you know, the dessert at this stupid dinner party. And, and I was like, damn, yeah, I like that. I like that. And so just the community of our support of one another and just mm. like figuring out strategies together has mm. been just so incredible for me. Um, yeah. I, no, it's so much better to do it together. So, okay. You keep alluding to the husband conversation. So will you just, before <laughs> I'm going to forget, will you just tell us what was like the drum drum with your husband? Because I think a lot of people have that. They're like, okay, I'm actually in, but like, how the hell am I going to bring this up to my partner? Yeah. You know what I mentioned earlier, I've tried all the different things and I always quit. I've tried them. I've quit. I've tried, you know, every possible thing. And I was pretty nervous telling him the price and telling him what I was going to, what I wanted to do. So I tried to show him I was serious. I like planned, I like told him I wanted to talk to him that night. I took him out to our fire pit. I lit the fire, I poured some wine and I just gave a whole speech of why I wanted to do this. And then he, and then he's, he was totally on board. And then he's like, how much is it? And I'm like, I told him the price. And he's like, oh my God. 5k no. you guys, it's not yeah. a secret. It's 5k. Like, yeah. Keep going Sarah. Both like dropped and, and I'm like, I'm, I need to do this. I want to make a change and I'm going to prove to you that I can do this. And just like, I think having that skin in the game with him and having the skin in the game financially, it just, it made me want to do, it made me want to commit to it and it, you know, mm. never quit. So, mm. but he, he, you know, after a few months when he started seeing all the changes in not just the weight, but my mentality, I mean, in our, in our home now, we say, change your thoughts. I mean, on a daily basis, like both of us change your thoughts, change your thoughts. And he's gotten so much out of it. And he was inspired by my weight loss. He hired his own weight loss coach a few months in. He's lost 30 pounds. I mean, I mean, you know, we both lost 30 pounds through that. So it's been awesome. That's so cool. I love that. Oh my gosh. That's so, 
So right. I remember you like emailing me his questions. You're like, I'm in, but these are my husband's questions. Like, what if you get COVID or like, he's like, what if she gets COVID? And then I got COVID and then I really did get COVID and you still have to wait. It was so weird. We got that out of the way right away. You got your COVID, but yeah, he had so many questions. Like what if, you know, she goes dark on you. I'm like, she's not going to go dark on me. Yeah. It's so good. I love it. It's fair though. And then you, and for you guys that, um, you know, we're learning about this. You can on my website, all these Q and A's are answered because I've gotten them over the years from sometimes you guys. And then sometimes the partners or the husbands or the wives or whatever. Um, okay. It's so good. Okay. So let's keep answering this question. What were your past situational struggles and how do you handle them now? So who wants to go, who wants to answer this one? I've got it. Go for it, Andrea. Yeah. So I was just reflecting on this one. I used to go over to my aunt's house for dinner and I, like the goal would be how many rolls could I eat? Cause they were so tasty. Like she made these amazing rolls and it would be like, how many can I get in my mouth? And can I get the last one before someone else steals it? Now I go to my aunt's house. I decide ahead of time, I'm not eating the rolls. And I just hang out and have a good time and play with the babies that are running around and like, don't worry about it at all. That's so crazy. So, so do you have less fun now though? Is it a little? No, I have more fun because there was so much guilt after eating all those rolls. Yeah. So much shame. Yeah. Yeah. So important to highlight because I really think that at least me seven years ago, eight years ago, I would have thought like, okay, like I get it. Like I'm going to go to the aunt's house now and not eat the rolls, but like my life is going to suck a little bit. Right. And this is what I want to offer you guys is that your life is better. Not only do you not eat the rolls, but your life is actually also better. It's not a compromise. It's a win win. Like, and it's so hard for us to see that. I remember meeting with a like dietitian or nutritionist and she was like, you just have to eat before you go to the party. And I was like, no. Like, no, I'm not doing that. But she didn't have the mindset tools to help me work through that on a mindset kind of a way. And also from the emotional way too, because we do tons of emotional set stuff and tons of mindset stuff too. So I think that's a really important to highlight. Like we're not having worse times at these parties and at these aunt's houses. Okay. I want to hear from Rebecca and Casey, if you guys have an answer to this question of what were your past situational struggles and how do you handle them now? I know, I know Rebecca likes to like be a foodie in New York city. So, I mean, similarly to what Sarah was saying, I, yes, I have spent many years loving and still love a good dinner hang love. I mean, it's like part of the joy of living in the city, but just like living in the world that we're in there's, there's like great, great stuff. But I also just like, I've actually learned so much that part of it is the event. It's not necessarily always about the food. I do love eating delicious food, but like so much of it is about sharing the experience with Mm. other people, which was always true. However, the food stuff would get in the way because I had a lot of stress around it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it, it was, I think like a two or three pronged issue, which was like, part of it is like, the thing that you've talked about as, you know, a lot of us walking around with 10 extra pounds of food that we've eaten for other people's benefit. Mm. Wow. That was such a big thing for me. I mean, I, for years, maybe forever until the last couple of years was constantly eating to please other people or or what I thought was going to please other people, but I thought other people needed me to eat things to make them feel better about either something they made or more often about something they were eating. And I didn't want anybody else to feel guilty about what they were eating. Mm, um so I would have to join them and that's just like I've allowed myself to like let that responsibility go like they they can do themselves and actually maybe they have no shame around what they're eating maybe they're fine yeah exactly (laughs) maybe they don't care maybe they don't care and good for them so that has gotten so much easier it's still like you know like anytime like I'm going to a dinner thing at somebody's house it's still like, I've got to do my obstacles and strategies. I got to make a plan, but it just feels less stressful. And that was the same thing about like, just being somebody who goes to restaurants and stuff. That's the other thing is like, it used to feel like a little bit more stressful in terms of like, 
well, I got to figure out like what, what I, what I can eat or whatever. Now it's just like, I, I look, I'm, I'll look ahead of time at the menus because I enjoy that. And it's really fun yeah. for me to plan, but like, yeah. not because I think there's not going to be anything that I can eat, you know, now yeah, I just feel like, yeah, you're going to deprive yourself or yeah. 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 So I just feel much more in choice and in power. Yeah. So all of that has just gotten much, much easier. Yeah. I really love hearing that. That's so cool. Casey, do you have anything you want to share on this question? I'm getting more questions coming in from the audience too. So we can go to some of those, but I want to hear from you too, if you have something you want to share. Yeah, I have two and I'll make it quick. I think the well, to piggy off Rebecca, same. And Sarah said it perfectly. And like, I relate to, to everyone as well. That's one of the reasons I also love the masters. But what I learned or one obstacle I had was like, and still probably sometimes do is social judgment, right? Like you're going into a social situation, then you're going to make choices that are probably completely different from somebody else. And you have intention and you have reason that other people may or may not understand. And depending on the social situation, that can be hard and uncomfortable. Um, And like, you know, Rebecca said, you're going to hurt somebody's feelings potentially. But what helped me in my, my strategy was the, and I think intentional thoughts beforehand. And then in the moment is that eating something for someone else is never worth sacrificing like my health, my commitment to myself, my word, you cannot, I just wrote this down and now I can't read my handwriting, but like you, the root of all this is self-love, right? And confidence and security. And I don't think you can truly have that when you're making choices for someone else at the expense of yourself. Mm. And so that, that really helped me kind of overcome those and still kind of remind myself like, oh, I'm just, I may be eating, I'm cutting my food in half or I'm, you know, my aunt thinks I'm too skinny now or whatever. And, but that's like, that's okay. People are going to have their opinions and their projections and their Mm. comments, like, for any choices that I make. And that's totally okay. And I think normal, but I'm just doing what makes me feel really, really good. And that, that helps, I guess. Yeah. That's everything. I love that. Okay. You guys, this is another question that just came from another Laura and she's saying, have you incorporated exercise or just used diet only? This is such a good topic. I'm so excited you asked this. Okay. Rebecca, Rebecca is like nodding her head <laughs> very enthusiastically because she has something to say. So tell us, Rebecca. <laughs> I'm sure everybody's going to say the same thing. I know Andrea is is big on this in this world as well. But I just I love exercising. I I I fell in love with exercising so hard like five ten years ago or so. Prior to that, it was like the most fraught relationship with exercise. It was always for punishment or for like making room to eat I was always doing it like like you're saying like to earn in the weekend or earn my whatever or punishment totally and uh, even if it wasn't explicitly that in my brain if I wasn't really admitting that to myself there was like a a ranking system like if I was like sweaty in pain really sore then like I felt like uh, worthy of love otherwise it was like didn't count Anyway, all of that is to say, I still exercise, but like it is, it is really and truly for pleasure now. It's just so wonderful because like the, the, this program really like helps you dial in your relationship with your food and self and, and your body. And that is truly all you need to lose weight for the last time. Like swear, I swear to you, but, um, it is so wonderful that it's really healed my relationship to exercise because now I exercise for fun, for endorphins, for mental health. And because like uh, toning, like I, yeah, I want to look and feel hot and strong, but like that doesn't feel tied to at all to my self-worth or to my weight. Also what that means is like, I can exercise in a way that feels right for me on that day. Like if I'm tired, I might do like a gentle yoga or a stretch or a walk or nothing. And like, truly, I don't care. I just did like a five week long musical. And I just, my favorite thing to do is Pilates. And I just didn't do Pilates at all that whole time because I wanted my core to not be strong so that I could breathe deeper so I could sing better. Just didn't do any core strength. Not at all. And guess what? 
thin and give no fucks. <laughs> my mouth. But like, no fucks. I mean, what else do you want? That's so amazing. No fucks. Just like no I did, I, I cared for my job and for my mental health in a way that felt good for me. And now, like today, I went to Pilates class with my mom this morning, and that's great. Yeah, and it's just that's so awesome. Dreaming. That's so cool yeah. because before it would have been, then it's like it's the expense of your mental health and the expense of you performing in the way that you want to perform. And like, how do you actually reconcile those two things? It's like, well, I have to go to Pilates every day because I have to have a certain core, but I have to be able to sing. And then it's like, that is so anxiety producing. Like I can't even yes. imagine. Right. So yes, yeah. Free yourself from that. I, I think, I mean, I hear that a lot is that people will unhinge, um, you know, exercises as, as a way to lose weight. And instead it's just gets to be this like true pleasure. Like I'm about to get my period and I did like a 30 minute walk today and that's going to be my exercise. Whereas seven, eight years ago, six years ago, whatever, I wouldn't, my head would not have been able to hit that pillow with a deep sense of satisfaction, like it will tonight, because I will be like, wasn't good enough, right? Like, wasn't, I don't know. I don't think it counts. Exactly. Yeah. So helpful to, to articulate. Who else wants to say something about this question? I can. Um, I've been a huge exerciser since high school. And I mean, every day. And I always, I had some friends that would never exercise. And I'm always like, how are they so thin? And I'm working out so much. This is so unfair, but we'd go to dinner. I would eat the whole thing of chips and queso and they would have like one chip. And I'm like, okay. So now like doing yummy mummy work, it kind of registered for me of like what was happening there. But in the last year I've been in the best shape of my life. And I, I don't have to do cardio like crazy every day. I walk two to three miles a day. And I do weightlifting once a week and I'm in the best shape of my life. And it's, it's because of the food and the, the emotional food journey. And mm. it's, and like Rebecca, you know, I'll do a Peloton class here and there and I'll go for a run here and there, but it's because I want to. And if I mm. miss a day, it, I mean, I missed it yesterday. I don't care. It's no big deal. And yeah. back in the day that never would have happened. So yeah. huge shift. Huge. Yeah. Okay, you guys, I want to start to wrap it up just to be mindful of everybody's time because, I mean, we could sit here for hours. But so for my Yum Mom alum, who I love just so freaking dearly, if you want to speak to that exercise question, you totally can. But I want to go around and hear from, and Rebecca, if you have to hop off, go for it. But I want to hear from each of you one more time as to... What do you like the students of School of Skinny need to hear? Like, what is your one piece of advice? Like you have been in their shoes, right? And what would you have wanted to hear? Like, what would you wanted to have known, right? So piece of advice, thing that you just like need to get out. Um, I think I would have to say it's okay to be scared if you're thinking about making this investment in yourself. That's normal. It's totally fine. And you can choose to do it anyway, and it's going to be the best investment in yourself you've probably ever made. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's what courage is. It's like doing something, even though your palms are sweaty. I had um, another yummy mommy like tell me, she's like, my eyes were like squinted shut. My palms were sweaty. I was like breaking out in cold sweat. And I like hit the button, right? Because I was so scared. And I don't really know that many people that sign up for the Yummy Mummy experience that aren't a little bit scared or a little bit in doubt. So that that's so good to just normalize that for everybody. Okay, who wants to go next? I honestly believe, especially now, I was trying, let me try to, I guess, think back to what I, I was definitely scared and had some doubt in the beginning, but I, I honestly think it's impossible to go through this program and not lose weight or like have a life-changing experience. If you're truly open and you apply even one or two things in yourself and you give the time and you do even just give something, I I, I think it would be impossible to, to fail. Like I mm-hmm. don't know how somebody could go through the experience and not um, get something out of it. Um, like Rebecca said, there's just, or maybe, sorry, maybe it's, um, Andrea, I just have a a laundry list of things that I've gotten from it. And yeah. Yeah. I love that. So good. Okay. Rebecca. It really 
becomes true that the weight loss that is inevitable for everyone is like just a fraction of the thing that you get from this process. It is kind of shocking to me still how much my life has changed for the better. And I mean, like relationship to self, career, relationship to other people, the unconditional self-love part was like a piece that was, was one of like the last holdouts for me. And I've just recently come like huge strides in that department. And it's like to actually come face to face with what that means to like, oh, this is what it means to really love myself and be my own friend. Like, I don't think I had experienced this and I'm trying not to be hyperbolic. I don't think I'd experienced that feeling since I was a little girl. Mm. And and to, to just like recently recognize that I was like, oh, I'm really actively loving myself right now. Like, I think I said this to you in Slack that, that while I was doing my musical recently, I was like just in the process of trying to like keep myself in a, in a headspace to perform and not go into all of the anxiety brain and all that stuff. I was like, like proactively and preemptively saying to myself, thank you. Thank you to my, I was saying to my body, thank you for having my back. Like I kept, that was a mantra I kept saying while I was doing the show. I was like, I got you and you got me. And then I would say to the audience too, I got you and you got me. Like, just like a way to just keep things free. There is no way that you go through this process and you don't become happier and freer. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's so true. Like unconditional self-love gets, it doesn't get the reputation it deserves because I'm like, you got to come in and do the Yummy Army experience. We're going to teach you how to love yourself. And everybody's like, I don't care about that part. Like, can I just totally. love myself when I get over there? And you guys, it's the best because then you just feel so much better in your body on a daily basis. You're with your, I say it all the time. You're with yourself all day, every day. Like you might as well learn the skill of accepting and then loving yourself because like no one can take that away from you. And it is, it's just so special to, to have that. And I think um, just, I, I know all of us, whether or not we have kids, we do care about the legacy that we live on this planet and what we're doing inside the MMO experience is really becoming free through that. And how cool would it be if, our kids don't need the yummy yummy experience because they just stayed free. Because like you're saying, right? You're like, the last time I felt that when I was a little girl. And it's like, all, all we have to do is just keep that intact for our kids. Like all we have to do is just help them stay free by being free ourselves, right? It's so cool. I love that you, you spoke to that. Casey, thank you so much, Rebecca. That's so good. I was just going to say like that's some concrete examples of how that like self-love and that having your own back bleeds into other areas of your life and how you create space for yourself and love it just comes out to other people i.e maybe you respond to your mother-in-law differently maybe you let your husband off the hook because he didn't do xyz maybe you are unfazed now that somebody cut you off in traffic because you're going to be late again because you are completely approaching and thinking about everything different. You literally feel different to normal day life, I would say, because you have this mindset work and you have internal mm. love and support. Yeah. Totally. Oh, that's so good. Sarah, I, I you want to say something? You guys, we got one last, we got like one All last right. question. I'll, that I'll take it home. No, you're going to take it home, but like, I'll take one we got one last question about drinking. And so I'm just wanting it to know if you guys want to say something about the drinking, because this, this person that's asking the question is like, can you speak to drinking and exercise? I do not want to quit drinking. I mean, everybody knows that they know me that I fucking love my wine. So no, you don't have to quit drinking and you don't have to exercise more. Like right. you just don't like, it's just not a thing. And everybody knows I don't recommend that you give, if you are going to give up sugar and flour, that's totally your choice. And if you are, I actually don't recommend that you give up sugar and flour and alcohol because it's a little bit too much for your brain. If at some point you do want to do both, you can, but it's got to be one thing at a time. And if alcohol is a net neutral or a net positive for you, then you keep it. Like wine is totally, in my mind, a, a net neutral and or a net positive, depending depending on how much I have. And so I get to keep it and weigh what I want to weigh. And so do all my yummy mummies. And but they make their own decisions on that. So Sarah, bring us home. And if you if, if you guys or anyone else has thoughts about that, then then we'll we'll go there. But 
Um, I did promise to have my panelists off at the 30 minute mark. So I, I did not stop drinking, but the only thing I would say about uh, the yummy mummy experience that, you know, I mentioned earlier about getting in the honeymoon dresses, it, it opened doors that I didn't know were even possible. You know, that's mm -hmm. the weight loss component mm -hmm. from a personal component. When I joined the program in October, it was to lose the baby weight. What I didn't know is that being part of the yummy mummy would open my mind to having another baby. I, I was two and done. And when I realized I could lose the weight, you know, the weight had been such a big part of having, having children, gaining 35 pounds, how the hell am I going to lose this weight? When I cracked the code through the yummy mummy experience, I realized I can do this again. I can lose the weight. And just because I'm 45, doesn't mean I can't have another baby. And I could hear Laura in my head constantly of like, you had a baby at 43. What's the difference at 45? And the coaching around that of ch like challenging circumstances, challenging everything, challenging life, challenging everything. And so now I am 45 and nine weeks pregnant. So never saw that coming when I joined this program. I didn't I, know it, but I didn't know you were built. So never, never saw that coming. And it's just opened up so many possibilities and so many doors and mm. I'm having to buy all new maternity clothes. Cause I had given them away. <laughs> so so fun. It, yeah, it's so fun. It's I, without this program, this never would have happened. Never. So, so cool. I'm going to have to name her, name her Laura, I guess. So, <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. I don't know. I feel like it's a little bit too 1980s. We'll have to come up with like an owl name. Right, well, let's work on something at the retreat. Okay. We'll do a exercise the retreat and come up with some baby names. I love it. Oh my God. It's like our first yummy mummy baby, but I have a feeling that we've got more coming. So you guys, let's start to wrap this up. I want to like from the bottom of my heart, thank you guys, Rebecca, Andrea, Casey, Sarah for being here. Okay. I love you. Have the best day freaking ever. And I will see you in your inbox. I will see you on Facebook. I'll turn it over. Okay. Bye. Hey, if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, I would love it. Love it. If you leave a rate review and a subscribe on whatever you're listening to this podcast in pretty, pretty pleased with a cherry on top. It would help me so much and it would help all the other mamas out there hear this message. Thank you in advance. I really appreciate it. And you have to come check out the Yummy Mummy Experience. It's my proven lose weight for the last time group coaching and course. Head to lauraconley.com and just click work with me. Other than that, you guys, I would love to give you a free gift. If you want your free listener only gift, go to lauraconley.com forward slash gift. And from there, you will get your free best ever weight loss hack. So cool. The last thing I want to tell you, you guys, is I do have a free Facebook group. It's called, you guessed it, the yummy mummy. Lose weight for the last time and body drama and get food freedom. You can just search that in Facebook or again, you can head to the show notes and you'll find the link there. All right, you guys have the best day ever.